Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose is focused on educating, empowering, and investing in women to support them with harnessing an entrepreneurial mindset to create the change in the world for the greater good. Through this series, we connect with women from all across New Zealand to inspire, teach, and share their pearls of wisdom through storytelling and sharing. I'm Catherine Vandermeulen, the founder of Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. Welcome to Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. This morning, we are joined by three wonderful entrepreneurial, status quo challenging, diverse thinking women. Now, although they are all very unique, they have one thing in common, and that is a great love of the ritual of journaling. Good morning, Erica Austin, Jess Stewart, and Fiona Dehan. Morning. Morning. Good morning. So the art of journaling came up so many times uh, throughout the series of podcasts that I've recorded over the last couple of months. And I I thought it was too good to ignore um, going into a deeper dive of uh, journaling. I've certainly been journaling for the last 15 or so years and really found incredible benefits in so many different ways, mentally, physically, spiritually, uh, exploring the depths of my mind, my heart, uh, and also, you know, really about, you know, reducing stress and solving problems and getting creative with my thinking. So what I really wanted to do in this uh, session today was really understand why journaling is so important uh, to you guys. Um, you know, what are some of the benefits that you've found, um, you know, some of the science and really the facts and figures behind why this is such an important ritual for people to incorporate into their days you know, some of the actions of how people can actually incorporate this um, and how to begin, because a lot of people say, well, I just don't know where to start. Uh, I think there's also a level of fear that someone might read your journal one day. Uh, so people have this fear of actually starting. Um, so really, I wanted to unpack that. So if we can start with Erica, can you tell me, Erica, why journaling is so important to you? Well, kia ora, everyone. So journaling really started uh, when, when I was sent back to China um, in high school and it was sort of a forced um, exercise that we had to do. And for me, it was really about practicing writing Chinese. So I am um, a Chinese um, Kiwi and for me to be able to use journaling to pick up the Chinese language was super important to me back in those days. And when I came back to New Zealand uh, after two and a half years, um, I started journaling in English. And it was very important for me to keep practicing both in Chinese and English to really be able to help me communicate my ideas and also being able to um, to translate between languages um, through that time. And because my background is in architecture, it was also a very good way to uh, to help me, you know, create ideas and thoughts and also being able to, you know, get up at 2 a.m. in the morning to jot down some crazy, you know, uh, design concepts. Uh, and so creating this sort of visual way of journaling really helped me through architecture school. Mm-hmm. And now it really it really helps me to um, review my values as well. And through the years of journaling, I like to go back to all of my different notebooks and use my highlighter to, 
to cross out and to to you know um, to circle any common things, and it really helps me to create what I do every year, which is create the word of the year. And this year in 2020, it's wholeheartedness. Last year was all mm-hmm. about nurturing. The year before was all about inclusion, and 2017 was about leadership. So it really helps me to to curate my thoughts, to connect the dots, and to come up with the word of the year that I want to focus on. Wow, so many great things in there, and that love that you know that curation of thoughts is such an incredible way to sum it up. Jess, if you can share why journaling is so important to you. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Erica. That was um, some reoccurring themes there for me as well. I guess I'd started journaling before I even realized what it was. I've always naturally been a writer, so thoughts come out of my pen. Um, I find it easier to write than speak, and I find that the process of writing things down helps me make sense of my thoughts. As a teenager, I wrote poetry. Um, Quite a lot of it was quite tragic. (laughs) I kind of, once I got into the corporate world, I didn't really write again until I quit the corporate world. And then I started writing blogs because I was trying to uncover, I had this this new experience of what do I want to do as a career? Who who am I as a person? I just left a long-term relationship and quit my job and um, was traveling the world. And I found writing a way of processing my thoughts and, and myself as I was evolving. But also I found it a way of sharing the things that I was learning as well. And eventually I'd written so many blogs that my first book was formed and and now I've written three of them. So it's kind of an ongoing thing for me. And I guess I find for me journaling is twofold. It's how I figure stuff out. It's how I process my thoughts and my emotions. It's also how I solve problems. And it's also how I get creative. I find that sometimes when my brain is overloaded and busy whether that be with work stuff or life stuff if I sit and write it down it almost like empties the bucket so it takes it all out Mm. of my brain and puts it on the page and then I find that I've got more space in my brain to be creative Um, and then later on in my life maybe the last couple of years I've um, started gratitude journaling I have a beautiful gratitude journal and I don't know about others on on the podcast I'm um, I'm a sucker for some good stationery so if it's a beautiful mm. book I'm more likely to want mm. to write in it and my mm. gratitude journal is so beautiful and it's got lovely quotes in it that I am um, I often pick that up and I'll just write in there all the things I'm grateful for and I've found that that process has been really beneficial for helping me retrain my brain to be a more positive place and helping me see more of the positives that exist in my life just because I've trained it by doing the gratitude journaling process over the years. Mm. So over to Fiona, if you can share, you know, that um, Jess and Erica have touched on some of the benefits uh, of journaling. Can you share a few of the things that you have personally found um, and also why it's important to you for those benefits to uh, journal every day? Sure. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Some great insights there that I felt myself nodding along to. Um, Yeah, I mean, the analogy you used, um, Jess, around unloading, you know, and onto the paper, I use I use a a similar analogy where I talk about like uh, the dryer. So if you think about the dryer, you know, when it's full of clothes and if you tried to pick out one item at a time, it would drive you mad because it's all knotted up. And it's exactly the same with our thoughts, I find. When there's so much going on in my head, you know, if there's lots of different thoughts and trains of things happening, to be able to try and pick out one thing at a time and address it is so hard. 
So I, I guess journaling for me is that way of dumping all of the clothes out of the dryer into the basket so I can easily then unpick it. Um, yeah, so I definitely want that's one huge benefit for me is as someone that I, I usually have a lot of different interests and a lot of things going on in my head. Um, it's a great way to just unpack those those thoughts. Um, and I found that journaling is like a, it's like having a really good friend or that first friend, you know, to, to just unload on that isn't going to say anything is just listening and it's just there. Um, yeah, so I, I've found it's just just to start writing about a particular situation and then just stopping and saying, oh, why did that matter or why was that important? somehow the story that comes out on the paper is so different to what it started like in my brain. So yeah, so just helping to figure things out and um, be heard by someone who's just saying nothing <laughs> um, and just taking it all in. And then, yeah, just that unloading and creating space. So there's a couple of things that I found have worked so well for me in the last couple of years. I love the idea of the non-judgmental friend that a journal yeah. is. You know, mm. they can't, the journals can't respond. Only your mind can respond. And you are mm. really free for your voice just to mm. be uh, heard. So, you know, it's not just things that we have experienced. There's certainly lots of scientific findings uh, and mm. lots of research that's been done over the years into why journaling is such an important uh, ritual to incorporate into your life. Erica, can you share some of the things that you've experienced um, that you know, uh, you know, that there have been findings and research done on journaling? Uh, so with with my experience and also from what I've read um, is, especially with um, the situation of um, lockdown COVID, um, it re really helps with stress management. And I found that through at least a month of journaling, you know, you, you can start to pick out some of those, those messages or those sort of common threads that um, uh, pops out to you that scream stress. And unloading stress um, has, has um, really helped me through, through this process. And also with, with the many things that I do, I mentioned in the last podcast that I'm a multi-potential, I have multiple passions that I embrace with, with my business um, model, that it really keeps memory sharp. And it has really proven that, you know, with everything that I juggle, I am able to use journaling as a way to, to remember everything that I do and to combine and connect. And I think those are the two things that stand out to me at the moment. Um, and, oh, actually, the other thing that I wanted to add is boosting the, the, um, the mood. And, you know, it really motivates me after journaling um, about, you know, the ideas that I want to take into action. And it really helps me to transition from um, that sort of stressfulness into the sort of motivated activeness um, mindset. So Jess, beyond your findings and understanding um, of the science of journaling, can you share some of the things that you have learned over the years uh, that you've taken from, you know, lots of global papers and things like that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of the science and the studies behind journaling will say it um, improves our effectiveness. And I think for me, I found that just by having the brain dump and the processing of all the busyness that goes on and the noise in our yeah. head. Um, it's certainly a great tool for reflection. And therefore, as a result, the science studies are saying um, it will have an impact on our insight and our understanding. 
And I think particularly for the gratitude element of journaling, um, and that's one of my favorite parts, uh, the positivity and resilience that we get from that. And there's been a lot of science studies done behind gratitude journaling and gratitude practice. And one of my favorites is um, The Upward Spiral by Alex Korb. And um, when we journal something we're grateful for, it doesn't matter if we sit there on the toughest day and we literally can't find one word to put on the paper, just the mm. active the brain looking for something to be grateful for is enough to release the, um, the serotonin, the dopamine, the feel-good hormones that give us that um, endorphin lift. Wow. So I've got these beautiful bookbinder journals that I've been using for years and I have tried, because they're quite expensive, I've tried to detour to use other ones and I always keep coming back to these beautiful uh, bookbinders. Fiona, what's your favourite book to write? Um, so I'm quite the opposite, actually. I've I've bought a couple of the nice notebooks, but I am I I find actually I've given myself the permission for it to be anything. So I do have just a bog standard notebook from like the warehouse or something, and it's very untidy. It doesn't have punctuation most of the time. It's, and, and I, I feel like for me, it gives me, it's that place where, because I, I guess I've been, sometimes I've been someone who's been quite hard on myself around standards and, and a little bit of perfectionism and a little bit of, oh, no, it has to be this and it has to be that. And sometimes I would let that get in the way of me doing something at all. So what I came to this agreement with myself is actually this space or this journal doesn't have to be perfect and it doesn't have to be pretty. Um, it's done is better than perfect, actually, with journaling for me, because that's the space where I can it can be free and it can be completely messy and it doesn't have to be pretty. Yeah. So, I, yeah. So actually, it's just a, a, a standard notebook where when I pick it up, I just write in the date and I just go. I just go. Um, what's on my mind today and just see how it starts to unravel or sometimes it is about something specific but for me there was something in it not being something that was so beautiful and perfect and Erica any um, particular journals that you use that you've found a great love for over the years I'm similar to Fiona. I'd really uh, just take anything. But what I do find is that I always go back to the soft cover um, journals because um, the, the way that it feels on your hands and the way that it unfolds, um, it, it just um, it helps me set, um, set the scene to mm. starting my pen to paper process. Uh, and then the other thing that I, I love doing because um, – from an architectural and design background, I love using journals that don't have lines. So I can doodle and also I don't follow the sort of the first page to last page process. I sort of flip around um, and play around with different um, layers. So occasionally I would start from the back of the book and then work forward or start in the middle uh, because my mm. thoughts are disconnected at the start, but somehow that helps me process. Wow, see, that would drive me mad. I have to have lines. And I have to go from the beginning to the end and I have to have a hardcover. It's so interesting that everyone has such a different way and different, and there is no one way and that's really the key. It's just write, come from the heart, come from your head, come from your soul and just pour it out onto those pages however you might 
uh, do it. I get, you know, if I need to write something or draw something, uh, it's very structured and within the lines. There's certainly no doodling, but dawdling. What do you call it? Doodling? Doodling, um, yes. Doodling. But I have heard there's also an incredible science um, around it as well. JFK um, recently that I was reading in Stillness is the Key used to doodle all over his um, in the White House and people were like, is he really not thinking? It was during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Is he, you know, is he here? Is he being present? And it was part of his process to get mindful and reconnect to what his true mission was. Mm. So, you know, the art of actually starting, there's so many blocks that people put up in their mind. They have fears of other people uh, reading it. They have fears of what they need to write, how they need to write. Jess, can you share a few of those steps of just how to begin? Yeah, it's such an important part of the process. And Fiona, I loved what you said about removing some of those blocks. You know, if I haven't got the right notebook or a pretty notebook or it needs to be neat and just going with whatever you've got and removing some of those, um, you know, to journal, I have to have a nice book. And I think it doesn't really matter what you write because it's the process, not the results. And the easiest way to start is just to start. And even if that's just waking up one morning and thinking of one thing that you're grateful for and putting that at the top of the page and seeing where that leads or when you've got a busy mind, just sitting down with a notebook and writing down your thoughts, knowing that it doesn't have to have good spelling, good punctuation. It doesn't have to be neat. Nobody else is going to read it. So there are no rules with this. And I think that's the beauty of it. There's um, a quote that I love by William Wordsworth, and it's uh, fill the paper with the breathings of your heart. And I think that to me sums up journaling perfectly. You're kind of just emptying your heart out onto the page and it doesn't matter what it looks like or sounds like. You don't even have to go back and reread it. And I think giving yourself permission to not have any rules really makes it easier to begin. And once you've started with that one word or one first sentence, the rest kind of just flows. And if you find that it's beneficial, which most people will, then it's a habit you want to keep on doing because you start noticing the benefits. Both Jess and Fiona, you have mentioned about giving yourself permission. How important is that, you know, that we do allow ourselves just to be and just to think? Um, maybe, Fiona, you can share why permission is so important. Hello, Fiona. Have we got Jess to share why permission is so important? Yeah, yeah. It's, um, I think it's creating space for us and space to be with our own thoughts. Sometimes we don't want to face those thoughts because they're difficult. So we'll get ourselves busy and not journal to avoid those thoughts. And sometimes it's on the permission point. Sometimes it is that feeling of I'm actually too busy and there's too many other people that need me to do things right now. And we struggle, particularly as women, to take time out of our schedule to do tasks that revolve around us and our own self-care. And of course, journaling is one of those things. So it's the same as if we're trying to carve out time for a yoga practice or a meditation practice. Journaling is that same thing. How do we find time in our day that's for us? And I always look at it as it's not about, it's not necessarily about being selfish and taking time for, to do something for me. It's something that I need to do to be effective. And if I'm effective, I can give to everybody else. I can turn up and do everything at work I need to do and to my family and everything else. So when you flip that narrative as journaling is something I do, not just for me, but for everybody that depends on me, I think it's a lot easier then to give yourself permission to, to find time in your day to do, whether it's journaling or any other act of self-care. 
I've recently, you know, that uh, idea of finding time, I've been flipping that in my mindset to the words of Mm. making time. If it's important to me, I will make the time. And I think just by, and that's the permission piece, I will find the time and I will make the time in my day to do the things that are important to me that have great benefits and, you know, set Mm. me up. Could um, I add set some? me up for the day? Yeah, yeah. Fiona can you hear me? Mm. Can you hear? Excellent. Can. Oh, I don't know what happened. Um, but yeah, just that point you made there, Catherine, um, about reframing is saying I don't have time. And then if I found if I change it to it's not a priority, it feels different in my body. Um, and I know, oh, that should be a priority. Um, and if it shouldn't, then you know as well. There's something in changing that language from it. I don't have time to, it's not a priority. And knowing how that feels and then going, okay, actually, I need to make time. Uh, now, listen, thank you so much for each of you sharing your time. You know, I think some of the key things that have come through uh, of why journaling is so important, you know, not only to reduce stress, helping to solve problems, you know, getting you into that creative space to create ideas and, you know, those crazy design concepts, communicating your ideas, you know, reviewing your values, um, as Erica spoke about, making sense of your thoughts, emptying the bucket, which I absolutely love, uh, sharing with that non-judgmental friend that can't say anything back to you, that voice of uh, being heard, having that really sharp focus and the one thing that also consistently came through was really about that gratitude Uh, and that's such an easy way just to start our journals 20 things that we're grateful for one thing that we're grateful for whatever it might be so thank you to these three wonderful women Erica Austin, Jess Stewart and Fiona Dehan for joining us this morning on Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. Thanks Catherine. Thank you. Thank you Catherine. Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose is proudly sponsored by Hello World Travel, Jaguar, Rind and Dilma Tea, with all of our profit contributed to UN Women Aotearoa New Zealand towards women's economic empowerment into the Pacific Islands. Mm-hmm.